The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 10. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its street and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. And whoever rejects me, the one and, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name even the demons submit to us. And he said to them, I watch Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the powers of the <coughs> enemy. Do, nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the Spirit submits to you, <coughs> but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, o Christ. You may be seated, please. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for the message and the command to tell the story. Let that story be in our hearts and on our lips that we may share it with those we meet. Amen. pastor tells this story. He said, I purchased a new car last week. My old one was starting to show its mileage and its age. When I got home, he said, I pulled out the owner's manual. It's the same make and model as my last car, but things change. I smiled as I opened the index to find the previous owner had put notes in the manual so he could quickly find what he needed to know, rather than looking through 636 pages. For instance, how to run the car lights, page 250. How to open the back door, page 93. Turn on the cruise control, page 266. 
Shortcuts and manuals are helpful when you have a new car. But it's also helpful in our line of faith. When you want to know what to do, how to do something, how to be about the mission of the church, you need a shortcut. You need notes. This text is a shortcut to mission. The first thing we learn is the work is urgent. There's no time to waste. The harvest is ready. It won't be easy. In fact, you may feel like you are hunted by wolves. You don't need to take much with you. No cash, no credit cards, not a change of clothing, not even shoes. Not your cell phone, not your new used car, not even your Facebook page. But also there will be some gifts. You will have a companion with you, sent out two by two. You will have a script, a simple one, like the children just told us. You will be able to accept simply the gifts of those who welcome you. No shopping around for something more to your taste. And again, it won't be easy. Sometimes you think the harvest is ready and the person you're going to talk to will like what you say. But sometimes those responses will not be nice. And you're told to remember you're not in charge of how people respond. You're just the messenger speaking in behalf of Jesus. There it is, how to do mission in the church. One of the first messages that comes about is the urgency. Having been around farmers most of my life, There is an urgency at planting and at harvest, trying to get the crops in, in the ground or in the bin. Operating combines and planters 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Some would take a day off on Sunday. Some just kept going. That same urgency is being talked about for the people of God for Christ's coming. That's why that strange saying, don't greet anyone on the road. Culpepper and Stoffergen list 10 principles of mission. That's kind of a repeat of what I've already just said. The harvest is plentiful. That's the church's mission more work than people are willing to do. Ask the Lord of the harvest. That's the importance of prayer when we do mission work. Go on your way. That's to all of us, not just to a select few, but everyone. Everyone has their own gift to share in the mission of the church the one that isn't so nice. I'm sending you out like lambs in the midst of wolves. There will be dangers, but there are guidelines. 
and that guidelines is have a type of innocence and sincerity that people can see. Be vulnerable. Use non-resistance of turning anger and danger away. Greet no one on the road, that urgency again. Say peace to this house, and the kingdom of God has come near you. That's what we declare, peace of God, and that God is near us. And that leads us into table fellowship, which leads us to number seven, eat what is set before you. The host, not the guest, sets what the witness will be. Do not set a menu or impose your own cultural background on others. Be where they are. When they do not welcome you, Jesus knew the disciples would meet resistance and rejection. When they reject you, just shake off the dust. That means keep going. Don't get hung up on people rejecting the message. Know this, the kingdom of God has come near. That's our words of hope for the world. So how do we know? How do we know that we are doing this mission? How do we know that we're using our skills and our talents for the church? If Christ has called you to use your talents and you enjoy what you're doing, then you are probably doing the mission that Christ wants you to do. If you're doing an activity and it robs you of your spirituality or it robs you of your energy, other than just normal tiredness, if it leads you to laugh, does it lead you to sigh? Does it leave you with joy? Does it leave you with anger? The message is, if you are doing the work of Christ, it will lead to joy. So the message is given, it's spoken. And so Jesus makes the point, if they don't hear your message, Shake off the dust. He's saying don't spend a lot of time when people have rejected the message. Just keep going. Don't try to figure out what you did wrong. Don't try to think that if you would have done something different, the outcome would have been different. Just keep going. And you keep going by giving the peace of God and proclaiming that God's kingdom has come near. That peace, it's something that we live and that we can share, and it's spread from person to person. The kingdom of God is there also. And when we share that good news, and when we keep our eyes on Christ, the right activity happens. Rather than blaming others, or accusing, or bringing judgment, just keep our eyes 
on Jesus. Keep giving peace. Keep giving the, the kingdom. And it's interesting. Jesus doesn't tell us to measure our success. In a modern church, that's very hard to do. We are always measuring. We look at membership figures. We look at giving levels. We look at budgets. We study annual reports. And it's very easy then to measure our success. But how do you measure spiritual success? That's what the text is about. In fact, the text says, if you want to measure success, don't count how many demons have been cast out, but rejoice that your name is written in heaven. We are part of the kingdom of God that we are proclaiming. That's our joy. That's our success. St. Teresa writes this, Christ has no body on earth but yours, no hands but yours, no feet but yours. Yours are the eyes through which the compassion of Christ looks out to the world. Yours are the feet which he is to go about and do good. Yours are the hands which he is to bless others right now. Amen.